Hello, everyone, and welcome to another rare cut from the Matt's Random Thoughts podcast archives. And in this one, we go back to July of 2021, where we had a lovely, venerable figure in the children's music scene, Lucy Kalantari, coming to us all the way from Brooklyn, New York. Lucy Kalantari has been a songwriter for over a decade, and when she gave birth to her first son, Darius, she decided to write her first children's album, Pockets Full of Joy. And then a few albums later, she would eventually earn a Grammy nomination and win two Grammys as well. Now she has a new empowering album called What Kind of World featuring Saul Paul. In this interview, I talked to her about uh, Lucy Kalantari's music, her songwriting journey. Oh, and I talked to her about one thing we have in common is that we love the popular podcast, Wow in the World. Enjoy it. Hello, Lucy Kalatari! Welcome to the show! Awesome to have you! Hey, Matthew. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, of course. As there are a couple of people in the kids' music scene who know exactly who you are, but what about for those who don't even know who is, or those who are new to you and who's asking, wait, who is this Lucy Kalatari person anyway? Let's get. That's a good question. I ask myself that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I am, uh, I am a singer, songwriter, artist, performer, what else? Producer. Yeah. Um, composer, arranger. (laughs) I love doing all the different things. And you're a lady of many hats. Families. Mm -hmm. You make all the sounds. Families. You make all the sounds. Right. All the sounds. <laughs> I try to make all the sounds that are in my head. And I try to focus so that they help families and kids make the world a better, bigger, richer, wonderful place for our future. And make them do big, big things. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. You know all the stuff. Yeah, I know all the sounds. <laughs> I've been following <laughs> you since, since, since the very beginning of oh, my kindy life. You. So uh, let's take you back uh, before the days of the Jazz Cats, BJC, as I say. <laughs> what were you doing before the Jazz Cats were were invented or whatever? Um, yeah, so, I mean, there were two albums before that, two family albums, and I just rebranded to have Lucy Kalantari and the Jazz Cats, but it was still kind of the same thing. It's many of the same guys, but... Um, before all my family albums, I did some adult music, and it was kind of boring, Matthew. I mean, it wasn't boring, boring, but it was just oh, a yeah. boring. <laughs> what was it called? But, uh, I heard you were in some kind of group or some kind of songwriting thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. So um, after I had my son and uh, yeah, I had released uh, an album and, and uh, the, my last adult album, and then I, I decided instead of just only, you know, being at home, raising this new baby, I also wanted to make sure there was more music around me. So I started writing a song every week. Yeah. And I every... was part of a group that was doing that. And we were all just encouraging each other. And there was one word. They would give you one word. And from that one word, you would write a whole new song. 
It didn't that, matter. If that's it funny, had Lucy. The word. It was. It it didn't matter if it had the word. It didn't matter if like it just what did that word mean to you, and then you write it, and yeah. it became so much fun, and it was a really great exercise, and it made me realize how much. How much, 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 much I love songwriting, and and uh, you know, like I always knew that I always did it, but having a mission like that, it was just like yeah, let's do it. Yeah, the mission to write a song. Did that inspire <laughs> you to get into like family music, as you know, as we were, or did it get you into like the jazz cats as we know it now? That's a good. That's a good question. Um, well, when I was. Uh, halfway through that program where I was you know, writing a song a week, I wound up with six songs that were very, very family friendly and that babies really loved and the parents really loved. And so I recorded those six songs and that's what became Pockets Full of Joy. That was my first family album. And, and you, um, you, you give me Pockets Full of Joy. You do give it. me Pockets yeah. Full of Joy all um, the time. Yeah, and that's exactly you know that's part of our um, you know the mission in terms of like you know the foundation of the work, and, and why I write the songs and, and why I make the music I do, so that we could spread joy because you know there's joy in our pockets all the time. And oh yeah, forget, let's talk about you know? joy in your pockets uh, a little later on in the show. I feel like talking about it now, but I don't want to get to it now. I'm just getting into like your very early uh career uh did you have any like kids music influencers at the time or did were you influenced by like let's say like Lori Bertner or whoever you know that's funny i didn't know about this other kind of kindy world at all what and, what um, no wow <laughs> and um and in fact uh you know i grew up you know watching cartoons you know mm -hmm. looney tunes yes and, and stuff. um you know uh popeye <laughs> tom and jerry like really old cartoons yeah. and but i in terms of the kids music that i listened to it was that means that i was listening to classical and jazz yeah. you know because that's what was in the background yeah a and lot of also, your and did it somehow uh translate to what you do now with the jazz cats absolutely because that to me it, when i hear those sounds that reflects my childhood well and of course you know i grew up with mr rogers with um the magic garden the I magic did, garden you know, wait wait yes. hold up hold up hold up hold up uh do you know stacy beasley yes yes of course guess Stacey's what awesome stacy was on my podcast and she told me about the magic garden and it used to air on channel 11 wpix in new york and there were these two girls carol and paula Stacey Peasley loved it, and guess what? I would what? like you to know that a certain, a certain super mega pop star mentioned the Magic Garden in her autobiography. Can you guess who this pop star is? Who? Uh, she, she, she has been around since the 80s, and she's still going strong until now. And her name rhymes with, and her name rhymes with the a synonym of lift. Whoa, whoa, you're, you're making me work here. Lift. 
What is a synonym of? I always thought I'm like cinnamon of lift. <laughs> Let's see, lift. So a similar words to rise. lift. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Who is it, Matthew? <laughs> I'm sorry if I made you work too much, but it's, it's Mariah good. Carey. Mariah Carey was influenced by the Magic Garden. Let's talk a little bit about the Magic Garden. What are your favorite memories of I, Carol and Paula? I mean, I just remember the swings more than anything. I probably have better, you know, stronger memories with like, uh, you know, Mr. Rogers and, you know, his the imaginary land when they would go into the, the trolley. Yes. With, uh, Did you, you know, I, if you ever, I mean, if you've yeah. ever been to Pittsburgh, uh, do you ever think of that, hey, this is hollowed ground. This is the places where Fred Rogers used to roam. Oh, that's funny. Would you believe me if I tell you I've never been to Pittsburgh? What? You should someday. Yeah. I'm sure I will, yeah. And you're going to... Let's see, but, but it's really funny, Matthew. You know, the things that, that inspire us, like, and they always leave these little imprints. So even though, like, say, I might have listened to something for, like, six months or a year, but maybe it was so strong for me that it left such a big inspiration. You ever feel that way? Somehow, you know, you know that no wonder Lori Bertner is staying around for so long. And uh, you've been following Mr. Rogers for all your life. Uh, any thoughts on uh, Tom Hanks and how Tom Hanks played Mr. Rogers? I mean, Tom Hanks can do anything. <laughs> you know? He could be the new Mr. Rogers. You never know. I know. Yeah. It's like it, it's wonderful that, that the memory is being kept alive like that and how impactful. You yeah. Know, we're, we're realizing how important he is to the people and how he influenced a lot of kids' music. Uh, the Children's Music Network honored Fred Rogers last year, posthumously. Yeah. And what are your favorite Mr. Rogers memories? What are your favorite Mr. Um, Rogers memories? You know, it was funny. I uh, I watched a lot of the episodes with my son. And when there he is? Growing, yeah, as he was growing up, we went all the way to the beginning, and it was really fun to go back and, and watch so many. And one of the things I loved that he talked about was a, um, th there was always all these beautiful quotes at the end. At the end of a show, he would just go on this, like, kind of, talk about wrapping the show up right and he yeah. would talk about um you know how we're all different and yet we're all the same and that is good you know we're different and we're the same we all need love we all need these things and like and that's the stuff that makes us so special and i think that was so fantastic that he said that yeah you're yeah. you, you are love i like you i just like you just the way you are i mean that was before bruno mars you know i <laughs> guess i reckon uh, that mr rogers may have inspired bruno mars but oh, <laughs> you know what all i have he to say everybody lucy it's you i like i love lucy commentary <laughs> yeah you, this is you know it's funny awesome. you would say i love lucy so can I tell you, so I Love Lucy was another show that played a lot in, in my childhood. And, uh, you know, I mean, having the name. Da, da, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. You know, but all the, again, all the jazz and, and things that was there. It's just like, to me, it's 
that sound relates to to joy and fun and so it's just another way i'd love to hear your version of the to hear you and the jazz cats do it someday it's gonna happen it's gonna happen trust me i used to be i used to be in um you know i went to school for music and in a soul fetch class we all the classrooms had pianos had these big beautiful grand pianos and the teacher when he saw me walk in, Matthew, he would start playing the theme to I Love You every <laughs> yeah. time I walked in. I and it was really urge, big and lots of I would urge, I will, you know, if you go to KindyCom next year, I will ask Kathy O'Connell and Robert Drake to play that while you're entering. The moment oh, you funny. arrive, it's going to be lit. <laughs> So, uh, about the Jazz Cats, uh, why did you call your group the Jazz Cats? Why? It's a funny story. So, we were, uh, it was from a Halloween show. I was trying to figure out uh, what to dress mm -hmm. the, the, the guys in the band for a Halloween gig. And, mm -hmm. um, and I'm like, oh, wait. They're jazz cats, of course. So, and the so name stuck. Ears and the yeah. Uh, I didn't torture them with tails though. So yeah, the name the, and and then the name the stuck, right? Mm -hmm. All because of a costume. And, uh, and, and you, you've been uh, extremely busy despite the pandemic. You know, you put on a show with the Lincoln Center. Ooh, I wasn't like to record Kennedy, a show for the. For, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. The, for the Kennedy Center. Oh, my bad. I get the Yeah, I, it was so. That was one of my favorite things to do during the pandemic. Like that was so much fun, um, and uh, it was so interesting to do during a pandemic. But it was so beautiful. We had such a great time. Darius had a blast. You know, yeah. wearing his uh, his wolf costume. Yeah, and, and saying my mummy is a mummy. <laughs> I can imagine what the British people would think of that. I wonder what British people would think of that because Britons call their mommies mummy. If you mommy, play that yeah. to British My people, what would you play that? Uh, they react normally, but anyway, uh, how how's it like to you know finally get the jazz cats back together after a year of hibernation and a year of like? Oh my gosh, yeah, it had been so long. So playing all together live for a real audience, they were like, I don't know, five. I'm terrible at at counting. Fifty people. people? I it guess? was like five. It was like five hundred to six hundred people, and wow, bonker um, balls. Yeah, and and it's such a beautiful stage, and so being there all together and playing and making music and singing and dancing, it was glorious. Yeah, giving the Just people glorious. pockets full of joy. Okay, let's talk about That's your role in All the Ladies with Joni Leeds. I mean, how does it feel to be in this amazing endeavor that you won a Grammy for? How does it feel oh to goodness. take home your third straight Grammy? Your third straight G? Uh, second, second. Sorry. <laughs> Just second. Um, but uh, it still, it's incredible. Just uh, especially as a producer and, and um, you know, 
I was still honoring all the sounds in my head, right? All I did was take Joni's songs. Joni wrote all the songs and I put it through the Lucy filter in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, here's how I hear the songs. And um, and it was just really, really cool to, to do that. And she really trusted yeah. me and my, um, you know, my instinct on how I wanted to, to redo a song or, or there are a few songs that I changed completely with how she had presented it to me in her demo and I'm like well kind of hear it like this and and it just like gave the song a whole different character yeah and um and it's just it's, it was really fun to do that a really great exercise and also um a way know, to empower young ladies and to make them you know right. I call it the modern day free to be you and me without a doubt up oh, there with all nice. one tribe oh and by it the way some... you were nominated in the same year that a super popular K-pop group that I cannot mention because this because if I mentioned them, this episode would lead to clickbait. How did it feel to be up there with them, with that super popular K-pop group I cannot name for reasons that would lead this episode to clickbait? Look, anytime there's like any kind of uh, lifting of a name and voice and things like that, you know, we have to embrace it. We have to be grateful for those things, regardless of who else is is there. It's just such a great, uh, such a great honor. And it, it's amazing to see that it deserved the Grammy because it, there was a tough, it was a tough year for the Grammys this year because with Black Lives Matter and a lot of black voices speaking up and multicultural, like my friends, Pierce Freelon and Uno de Stress Andres and Saul Paul, I believe they deserve better, but Aren't you glad that you're coming together to make things a little better for next so that hopefully by next year we could see even more diverse lists and I love seeing how active everyone is, you know, yeah. and it, that is what it takes. Like we are the voice. We are the movement and it's just like if you're not active there's no way you're going to make any change. Yes, you know, we are um, taking family so... music forward, you know. And so I'm, I'm really excited. You know, I, I did uh, try to do a lot of work to to try to help a lot of people enroll and things like that. It's just like yeah. um, there's a funny uh, slogan here, Matthew, for the lottery that says you got to be in it to win it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you, you know, and it. that's not that's not just winning, you know, the prize. It's to make change. You have and to, to give involved, representation to right? every child because. I mean, that is important. So I, we like WOW in the world. And can you tell us the story of how you, you were the first WOWzers? Tell us the story of how you discovered WOW in the world and what what it means for you and so on and so forth, your favorite WOW in the world stories. And yeah. Um, so we, uh, my son and I listened to WOW in the world, the first episode ever. And, and you've heard of it because he was only like how old four. Was then? He was I like don't know. four, yeah. Um, and and you obviously so heard of it lovely. because because Min because you were in one of Min friends of Mindy's circle, and of course right. you you knew that Mindy had a big show on Sirius XM Kids Voice Live, which is going to turn twenty this year. Happy anniversary, oh, Kids Voice oh, Live! Cool. Congratulations, Mindy. We love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Min, and uh, you weren't listening. Were you listening to Absolutely Mindy at the time? or uh, Not often. I would tune in occasionally, but that wasn't like part of our morning ritual while we yeah. were in school. Or but anything. you heard but, of but Wow in the World. To wow, 
but listening to wow in the world became the morning ritual yeah all and the you, time, every morning you've basically and heard of it so, from mindy right that's right and then and, and then suddenly was... we um we heard that she was going to be live at a toy uh, fair a big convention that's right toy fair here in new york city and so darius and i got tickets and we went there went to the took a trip to the big city from brooklyn and um and it was so much fun when darius and and mindy met they were both starstruck Whoa! Because she was playing your music all the time on well, Kids Place well, Live, no, I was, guess. She was me. She was more excited to meet Darius. I'm Why? Really, I mean, I understand. And uh, so, she, did she know she who you were? They, they. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. But like, they shook hands, and she goes, "I feel like I'm meeting a celebrity." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> basically, kind funny. of a celebrity in the kids' music scene, but. I mean, again, this wasn't about me. This was her and Darius. They yeah, Mindy and Darius. They were and, having such a great time. Yeah, and they were and talking about all the things that are bonker balls in the world and everything that he likes about the podcast. Yeah, and, and Darius gave her some music that he wrote. Like so he transcribed some music, I remember, and uh, and he gave it to her. And that was like, you know, and for that line, there was like six people in the line. And, know, then, and then, uh, what if, since Wow in the World is four years old this year, what have you noticed that the changes in Wow in the World ever since it started? I mean, oh my goodness, besides books and, and like so many episodes and all these specialty things, they do, um, uh, the lines are huge. The tickets sell out so fast now. And it's I, like, mean, it's I mean, I have to say that basically, uh, and it, the secret weapon behind this is Guy Raz and NPR. And that's what that became, that was like the clickbait for the podcast. Everyone, they're like, oh, this is so fun. Did you ever think of that way when you first heard Wow in the World for the first time? Wow. You know, no, I hadn't. Um, I don't, I guess I don't listen to too many podcasts to know that much like that. But um, I think the way they weave, the way they present science, it makes it so interesting, regardless of like whether you were, you know, interested in these things or not, you will be interested, you know? And yeah. I think they just have such a great way of, of telling the story and bringing in live things from around our world to, to even Mindy wasn't interested in science, but wow in the world made her interested. So uh, uh, she, did you get I to, think, I remember I think, hearing an interview where, where she said she was like super interested in this kind of stuff, but then like, um, you know, she never thought she would wind up in doing this, well in, in the world, world which is but uh, so, Matthew, I, I have any, to stop right thank now. you uh thanks for the mem thanks for being here and before we go uh can i ask you a little bit about the kids music scene in in, in new york city where you are how is it how's it doing post-covid well i mean we're still in covid unfortunately it's doing it seems to be doing a rise again but you know people are doing some outdoor shows and uh you know some venues are starting to do their things again so i hope to see it continuing yeah. down Let's, that trend and and i just want to say uh what was your favorite what do you have any favorite do you have any memories of seeing anything more recently on broadway before we go oh um hmm. 
what did I see recently on Broadway? Well, geez, that would be a long time ago now, wouldn't it? Before the, everything, all of this? Yeah, I don't know. See, like, because they, they did, uh, they released Hamilton. On Disney Plus. On yeah. Disney. Yeah, Disney Plus. That was like, it felt like I was on Broadway. <laughs> it was like, you know. Uh, like have you ever been to Washington stuff. Heights in your uh, life? Of course, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you've heard of In the Heights, right? And uh, the yeah. musical and the movie. Uh, what's I your, seen it yet. What is your real life experience of Washington Heights? Is it as diverse as, and as wonderful as Lin-Manuel Miranda once described it? I mean, you know, it's definitely, I, I, I never lived in Washington Heights. Uh, I know my sister was a cop was a police officer in Washington Heights. And, you know, we're Dominican and Puerto Rican. And um, one of the things that I love about her, her interactions and her stories about being a police officer there, this was a long time ago, you know, in the, in the 90s. Mm. She, um, she was very much a police officer of the community. Like everybody knew Officer Margie. That's yeah, how everyone was very friendly. <laughs> and, and, um, but it was it was very important to her to know everyone who lived in the area, and like everyone's um, like family so, there, una gran familia, in the words mm -hmm, of your song, exactly. in the spirit of all things Lucy. And I think that was really beautiful. You know, I, I I would love to see that kind of thing kind of be the normal. Yeah. everybody knows at, each other like at that. least Lin-Manuel Miranda did a good portrayal anyway thanks for having yeah. me even if it's short I hope to have you back as many times as I can thank you Lucy oh thank you so much Matt have a good night